creating connection that feels good to you. Episode 59. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Hello, hello, Awaken You listeners. A few things I want to share before we get started, before we dig in. If you listened last week, I am celebrating my first anniversary here on the podcast, and I have a special request and gift for those of you who have been listening and would be so kind as to share a positive review on your podcast platform. So if you've been listening and you've been learning and enjoying the episodes, I would love for you to do that review so that other people can find this information and help find some space, some peace, some comfort, some intimacy in their marriage. So here's what you do. When you write the review and you can just scroll down to the bottom of the page of the episode, wherever you listen, there will be a link that you can tap to share your review. It only takes a minute. And then take a screenshot of that review and send it to me. You can send it in an email or a direct message if you're following me on Instagram or Facebook. My email is christine at christinebongiovanni.com. And I will add each and every one of you who submits a review and, of course, shares it with me because otherwise I won't know who you are. I am going to put you in a lottery over the next four weeks. Every week, I am going to draw a name and the name that I draw will win a $50 Amazon gift card. And if you don't win on a week, I will keep you in the lottery. So it's not a new group of people every week. You will stay in it through the whole four weeks that ends four weeks from last Tuesday. And then I also want to remind you, since this episode is coming out the last two days of March, that you still have two more days left to schedule your free coaching session. I have been doing a challenge this month to help 25 people, and it has been so much fun to get to know all of you, to hear what's going on for you, and help give you some space, a new perspective that helps you move forward in whatever it is you're stuck with. It does not have to be a relationship problem that you bring to the free session. Find that link in the episode notes and go book yours right now. Personally, I have been 
spending the last, oh, three months or so taking some deep dives into the concept of becoming more aligned with our personal truth, with who we are at our core and being true to that instead of hiding our truth under the veils of what people pleasing, overachieving, over-rationalizing, hypervigilance, perfectionism, control, victimism. Is that a word? Falling victim to our circumstances. Yeah. During this time, I have been reading and absorbing concepts. I've been meditating on them. I've been doing exercises that um, apply these concepts to my own life and watching what unfolds. It has been a fascinating three months. It is really already the foundation of the journey I take my clients through in my Awaken You coaching program. Much of my own personal work has been around opening up to my own truth and recognizing when I'm taking actions that that totally go against my own truth. That is what helped me tear down many of my dysfunctional relationship ideas and habits and to begin the process of rebuilding my own life and my marriage into a relationship that feels beautiful and real to me. Also, as I'm preparing for my April Awaken You Masterclass, where I will help you create more connection in your relationship and any relationship for that matter. It doesn't have to be your marriage. It could be with your boss, with your bestie. In that masterclass, I will be applying many of the things that I have been taking with me from what I have been learning. Now, in my archives, you will find several different articles and episodes that talk about connection. And actually, if you search the archives, 11 pages will pop up with your search if you put in connection. But there are two that speak directly to the topic of creating connection. There is an article titled How to Create Great Connection in Your Marriage and Episode 19, Three Ways to Create Connection in Your Marriage. You can get those links in the show notes as well. This week, I'm basically building on those two articles or episodes. So those two articles will give you a foundation. Don't have to listen to them, but The more we explore what we want, the more we get different ideas, the easier it is to start implementing. And so now this week, what I am doing is I'm digging deeper into the exploration of what you, yourself, what you want connection to look like in your marriage and what feels good to you. And the reason I'm digging into this is that sometimes we hear or we believe a story about what connection should look like. And who knows what it's based on. It might be based on early childhood, maybe how our parents did relationships, or it might be 
based on our neighbors and how relationship looks to us from the outside by watching them. It might be sitcoms, romance novels, or that couple you see walking at the mall hand in hand. So today, let's dig into what creating connection that feels good to you even is. Both of those previous articles that I mentioned and the episodes have so much great information in them. And this episode will definitely have some overlap to that. But I want to encourage you to go read them, listen, and deepen your understanding after you listen to this one. Creating connection that feels good to us is certainly a journey, like all of the work that we do here, because most of us aren't 100% sure what we want connection to look like. Some may think it's having more sex. That's the connection that they need. Others might want more gifts, time together. They're supposed to help out more around the house or more cuddle time on the couch without the distraction of a screen and the comfort of knowing they have a choice as to whether sex follows that couch time or not. And let me just interject this you always have a choice of whether to say yes or no to sex. Just remember that. Today, though, I want to focus on discovering what connection means to you and then going there to start exploring. So let's figure out what connection means to you, what a connected marriage looks like in your mind's eye, and what it might look like for your spouse right? And we'll develop some actionable steps to start that journey today. I also would like to include a caveat to everything that I'm going to share in in all of my episodes where I'm talking about actions to take in your marriage to help increase intimacy and understanding of your partner. I understand that many of you here listening may not be in an emotional place to start taking these actions. A real story I want to share is when Jeff and I were working with a therapist who suggested that we come up with date ideas, each of us coming up with our own date ideas. And each of us do all of the planning, invite the other to join, you know, pick the date, the time, all those things, the details. And you know what? it flopped (laughs) because it didn't work. One, I thought it was a brilliant idea. Jeff, not so much. It didn't work because we had so many other things to work through before getting to a place where we wanted to do this. But I also want to share that this idea that she gave us could have worked. Now that I look back at it, it could have worked had she then, after we experimented with this project, if she had helped us work through the evaluation process, had us really look at what did go well, why we thought it went well, what didn't go so well, and why. And then coming up with what we would want to do differently. She didn't help us work through 
the resistance we were having to pull off these dates. She didn't work through what was going on inside of each of us that was blocking us from feeling excited and hopeful about what these dates could do. And I share that to help you better understand that, yes, taking this advice and moving forward with it may not be where you are today. But what you can do is start working through what it is that's in the way of you following through and doing this. And as you do that work of resolving that obstacle and dissolving that obstacle that's inside of you, you can begin to move closer to taking the actions that I talk about today. So bear with me and give yourself some grace and compassion if you still feel hopeless about carrying out what I talk about. To begin with, let's look at what connection means to you. And here is where we start. I want you to take this question to your morning writing practice. And if you don't have a morning writing practice, create some space in your schedule to do this exercise. You need really only 10 minutes to contemplate your answer. But if you want bonus points, I would like you to write that question down on a piece of paper. So what does connection mean to you? Set it down. Take 10 minutes to meditate, to get into your body, out of your head. Don't try to answer the question. Let the thoughts just float through your brain. And then after those 10 minutes are over, I want you to take your pencil and write all of the things that come up for you when you think of that question and when you want to respond to that question. And don't be shy. Come up with all of the ideas. Write it all down. This is only a thought download, not a I have to do list. So don't overthink it, just write. And honestly, the first things that come out are probably the things that you should start acting on. But I have in the past explained connection as our thoughts about someone else. And while I do believe that definition works well with all of the people in our lives, I have found that there is another layer to that when it comes to our marriage and our intimate relationship. We definitely want to have positive connection thoughts about them. Still, though, we also want to create quality time together, activities that build our inner knowing of each other. You can go back to episode 37 Uh, where I talked about love maps and getting to know your spouse, where I talk about that concept of building our inner knowing of each other. And we want to have time together doing things that we enjoy, that help us feel bonded to each other. While I also want to recognize that there are couples who feel bonded and connected and don't have a lot of activities that they do together. But what that often means is that they have done the heavy lifting of getting to know each other intimately in those early stages of their relationship. So they built a sturdy relationship foundation and they have less 
work to do to keep it strong. If you're here, it suggests to me that it's possible that you didn't build a solid relationship foundation. And by the way, no shame in that. Many of us did not. That's why we're unhappy living in a marriage that feels like we're living with a roommate. This is where our work begins, building that solid foundation through getting to know our partner through connection activities. Now back to that download that you did, that download about what connection means to you. You may or may not have some actual actions in that list. If you have activities listed, pull them out of that list, separate them, and take some time to look at those activities and write why each one of these activities would make you feel connected to your partner. If you didn't write down any actual actions, then now is the time to do so. What are the things you might want to do with your spouse and why? This step is really important because it helps you see what the purpose is, what your end goal is, and why it's important for you to see why you want to be the creator, the planner of this activity. Let's now take a look at your past. So for a short moment, I want you to revisit the past in your relationship where you may have tried to create connection through any of the above activities or any activity. And I want you to go back and pay attention to what happened. Write it down from beginning to end. And then write about what went well in that past scenario, what didn't go well, and what you made all of that mean. One, you can give yourself a high five for taking those actions, right? That is something that went well. If you gave up on that activity, look at why you gave up. It could be maybe that, you know, you shared with your partner what you, you know, some ideas of activities And maybe they said, yeah, I would love to do this one activity. And then it went nowhere from there. What went wrong there? So what went well is you came up with some ideas, your partner found, you know, found one that they wanted to join you on, and then you didn't move forward. Maybe you were expecting them to do something. Maybe they were expecting you to do something, but There's so much to learn from that experience. But often what we do is we make it mean that, uh, I guess we're not going to do anything. So go back, revisit so that you can learn from that experience. What can you do differently? Ask yourself that question because to begin with, you're going to have an obstacle in between you and the answer to that question. But the more you ask yourself that question, the more your brain will seek an answer. Oftentimes what we do is we make whatever happened mean something like they don't love us, they don't want to participate, they just want me to do all the work, they're not contributing, and we don't know. 
Maybe those things are all true, but you're the one who is the influencer here, right? You're the one who is presenting these ideas. So now how are we going to move forward? And I'm going to help you with that. But when we look at it more objectively, we can learn and understand why we're thinking these unempowering thoughts about what happened. And then also remember back from a couple weeks ago, episode 57, where I talked about bad marital memories and that when we're unhappy in our marriage, it can be hard for us to remember things that went well in those past experiences. So just ask yourself anyway. It may take you a while to remember. Write the question down, come back to it, because for sure, something did go well. Now, here is the opportunity to get your spouse involved. And before I dig into this, I want to go back to what I stated in the beginning. Recognize that many of us are not in a place right now to start this next step. And if you're not, I want you to know that you can keep working on this connection piece on your own. With what you have already done, you can skip this step and start doing the work of implementing the things you want to do in your marriage. And it's through this process that you will start digging into what comes up for you. Just like I talked about when you take a look at what happened in the past. If your partner isn't into this self-help stuff, and by the way, little do they know that they are into this self-help stuff if you are. And little do they know that it will get them more of what they want in this marriage too. But you can let them discover that all on your own while you go about the business of creating the life you want. And remember that if they're resistant to this self-help stuff, then you actually will get accelerated work on your growth journey because it's always more difficult when our spouse isn't playing along the way we think they should, right? We get more mind management work when the person we're working on is complying with what we want them to do. Now, if you're up for having a conversation with your spouse about everything you learned today, then the first place to start could be to share this episode with them or listen to it together in the car and having a conversation about how you want to prioritize spending time together and getting to know each other. You can share that you've done this exercise of writing down things you'd like to do and why you want to do them. You can even share the list and your whys and that you'd love to share it with them to find out what, if any of the items listed, they may be interested in doing together with you. Also, you can share that you'd love it if they would come up with their own list of things they would like to do with you. And then they get a bonus if they come up with their why so that you can start actualizing these activities together. You are the influencer here, the initiator. 
you will first want to ask if your spouse is interested in creating more connection and intimacy in your relationship. And if their answer is yes, then understand that they most likely won't have any idea how to create it. And that is where you step in. Also note that each of you might have different opinions of what connection looks like for you. This is called differentiation, and it's a healthy part of your marriage relationship. That's why if they want to do something different, they can come up with their own list. There may be some things on each of your activity lists that are no's for either of you, and this doesn't need to be a problem. Well, of course, unless there aren't any yeses. That could be a problem, right? But then you get to brainstorm some more. Maybe you brainstorm it together. Maybe you Google couple activities. There is also an opportunity to create conversation about those no's and explore what is a no for you or for them. And sometimes our no is an auto response instead of a well thought out response, right? I can remember uh, a conversation Jeff was talking about taking up golf and he was like, maybe you can do it with me. And my first gut reaction was no, thank you. But then later I was like, you know, I don't know, a day out in the sun sounds good to me, but I don't want to do it every weekend, maybe once a summer, you know, so it was just this, ew, I don't want to golf sort of thing. But then I was able to reconsider and be like, okay, yeah, this doesn't mean I have to own all the golf gear and know how to golf. It just has to mean that I get to spend a day outside with my husband, right? Laughing at my golf abilities. So having the discussions around what you like or don't like helps you get to know your partner better and helps you get to know even yourself better. You could even ask if they're willing to explore this with you or that you're inviting them to join you on this journey while together you get to see what happens. I love inviting them to explore with you. Sounds It sounds more adventurous, right? And now the planning process begins. Hear the cheers in the background. Chris loves planning. (laughs) So now it's time to start planning, which includes writing a list of all the things that need to be done to make the event happen. Now, I'm not going to get into detailed planning. If you're a planner, you know how to do this. Basically, I would say that the majority of the work you will need to do will be managing your mind because so much will start coming up for you as you begin this new thing. And then, of course, as we bring that up, you know where to get some help with that because I offer a free coaching session and, of course, you can work with me. And then Again, there are going to be things that you will want to do before making this event happen. And of course, it depends upon what it is you're going to do, but setting a date and a time, that's important. Otherwise, it just gets put off. If it's cuddle time on the couch, of course, there's not much planning, 
but you might want to suggest something you could do together. Will you be having drinks or dessert or playing a game, reading a book? Maybe you are listening to this podcast or watching something that you can actually have a discussion about and then sharing that. You know, I'd love to watch this movie and then have a discussion about what happens. If it's having your first relationship huddle, I share the link for that in the show notes. If you don't know what the relationship huddle is, it is a 20-minute weekly meeting that you have with your spouse to catch up on the important things. So if you're having your first relationship huddle, you will want to have the questions ready, of course. I put them on a note on my phone so I can just pull them up no matter where we are, if we're out for a walk and having that conversation or in the car. And then share them with your partner so that they can also prepare if they choose to. And remember, that was intentional, if they choose to because they may not choose to. And then it gives you time to think about what you want to discuss or share. Or when things come up during the week, you can throw it on that note so that you don't forget. Because often when it comes to that meeting, our brains go empty. We don't, you know, like all the things, what is it I want to talk about? Pick the most important things so that it ends up being just a 20-minute meeting. And then you can take those pieces, like I talk about in that episode, you can take those bigger pieces and say, hey, I'd like to continue the conversation about XYZ. When can we plan that? And then you can talk about that. If an activity is a bit bigger than those that I just stated, let's say it's a date night out, you'll need to decide who does what. Are they willing to be a part of the planning process Do you need a sitter? Where will you go? What will you do? What time do you need to leave together? You can brainstorm a to-do list, right? What are all the things that need to do? Of course, what I thought of, because spring is in the air, that means picnics in the woods. So who's going to pick the place? Who's going to plan the food and pack it? Who's going to figure out the drinks, pack the blankets, Part of this process is to speak your truth. So if you have been the one in the past who does all of the planning while holding a bit of resentment inside, then it's time to speak up for what you want help with. And what better way than to share the to-dos and let them decide what they'll be responsible for. And don't forget to include everything You do to prepare the house before you leave, shutting the windows, turning the heat up or down, taking the dogs out and kenneling them, getting kiddos to the sitters. You know all the things. And you might not know all the things the first time you create the list. Just write down what comes to you. And then here comes the evaluation. What didn't go so well? Oh, I forgot to put this, this, this. You add it to the list. Also remember that you don't have to have just husband-wife activities, right? They could be family activities where you commit to paying attention to each other during these activities, right? Instead of avoiding each other by totally focusing on the other people with you. 
And then again, speaking honestly about your needs, your desires, um, and they could also be activities with friends, even strangers or other couples. All right. I shared a whole lot with you this week, completely actionable, and for sure some things are going to come up for you if you go ahead and start implementing what I talked about today. The way you can get help with that is with a free coaching session, sending an email, asking me some questions. And that's what I have for you this week, my friends, exploring the type of connection you want in your marriage and starting the process of making it yours, making it your reality. Remember, the premise of everything I talked about today was speaking your honest truth and creating what you want. Though you may not necessarily know what you want connection to look like in your relationship, The only way to know is to start doing things, conversations, trips, meals, dates, adventures, books, classes, events, parties. I'd love to hear what's up on your try it list. I love inspiration. I love hearing what other couples do. And when we share, It opens up our brain to more opportunity, right? It gets us thinking more broad, exploring new adventures if you're an adventure person. And if you are, I love you because I'm an adventure person all of the way. And if you're not, I love you too. I would love to hear what you want more of in your marriage and what you are doing to get it. Have an excellent week. I will see you next week. Ciao, my loves. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life. We study it and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you.